Good morning, everybody. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. It's Thursday. I had to think for a second what day of the week it is. It's Thursday this morning. Sun's out. Should be a nice day. Yesterday was cloudy and rainy here in Florida. We get a couple of those days. Not many. We get a couple of those days. So they're actually pretty productive. Work on the pool today. Need a new filter system. Anyway, this morning, there's a lot on my mind. Um, somebody made a comment. They're not trying to be mean or anything. Um, I just think there's a lot of lack of information. We had a um, we had a client come in from with her dog, Pippa, Cocker Spaniel. She lives in the show world. She gets this is the first dog in 40 years she's actually needed help with. And she's smart enough to get help, smart enough to realize that all dogs are not like the 40 dogs that she thought she might have, though, up until then. But she realized she needed help, so she reached out. And she can fully train a dog. But her dog was not doing well in the show ring, and nobody there can help her. Like, no trainer. Imagine training dogs for 40 years or being in the world of dogs, competitive world of dogs for 40 years. And imagine that no one can help you. That's because people you are used to genetically sound, nicely bred dogs that listen and have rational minds. We, on the other hand, rarely meet those dogs. If you're just tuning in, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the Wake the Fuck Up With show. I'm on every Monday through Friday at 8 a.m., even though I tuned it in 8.06 today, 8 a.m. Okay, if you see a, a post, uh, a, a link, that means I'm on. If I didn't put up a link, I might not be on. I might be out of town. It might be something I might have, you know, interrupted the show. Um. So, I usually talk about single topic stuff. I go on rants. I've mentioned a couple of times that originally I wanted this to be a uh, possibly not even non dog training. Once we move or get are able to live stream on Rumble, actually might turn it more into a um, different type of show. But I'll still be doing my Q&A show every uh, uh, Wednesday and Friday. Remember, I do eight podcasts a week. I've been podcasting for and on the radio for 13 plus years. I've been doing this for a long time consistently. Thousands and thousands of shows. I used to do a two-hour show for years. I've done four-hour shows, six-hour shows. So I wanted to do a 24-hour show, but I couldn't find a co-host that was willingly willing to do it. 
It's like they wanted to eat, drink, and go to the bathroom. I'm like, please. It's only 24 hours. So there's this common narrative because somebody made a comment on the four dogs that came in from California. Um, Somebody just drove four dogs from California to our new training center here in Florida. We specialize in boarding train. We specialize in rehab and obedience. And they asked if they're rescue dogs. They're not. I mean, this, they weren't being kind of saying they're actually friendly. I mean, that's like this, this, whoever this person, this person is listening, like, this is not you. This is not you. Like, I've heard that comment hundreds of thousands of times. This is not you. But it just made me think of something. And it might be somebody because they're in the world also of genetically sound dogs who they don't see problem behaviors. I would say that 95 plus percent of dog owners out there get a rescue dog. But you didn't rescue them. You didn't rescue them from shit other than you bought them. You bought the dog. Oh no, we we got him from a shelter. You bought the dog. Shelters are not like one step away from entering heaven. Okay. Rescues are profit-making centers. Trust me on that one. There might be a 501c3, but they are profit-making. But 501c3 nonprofit does not mean you don't make money. It doesn't mean you don't have a budget. It doesn't mean you don't have a very large bank account. I believe college universities are fall underneath 501c3s because I know in Providence, where we just moved from, Brown University doesn't pay taxes and they use up a lot of city resources, police, fire, they don't pay property taxes. And I believe they've got billions and billions of dollars, billions with a B in their financial holdings. And I believe that does not include the value of the real estate, which is probably worth billions more. And they charge what? I don't know what they charge these days to go in there. $80,000, $100,000 a year for, frankly, for liberal arts, it's a half-assed education that's destroying the world, thinking like that. Medical, that's one thing. But all that other stuff is just, you know, poisoning our children. So, and they want everything for free, a lot of these shelters. They want everything for free. They're going to adopt you out, sell you a fucked up dog, charge you, and then, but they want free training, free medical care, everything donated to them, free volunteers. But meanwhile, 
their CEOs make money, their staff makes money, as they should. They work hard. But let's get back to the topic. Even the best bred dogs have got behavioral problems. The best bred dogs have got behavioral problems. A rescue dog and a dog you bought from a breeder, they're both capable of having the same behavioral issues. In fact, I know of many reputable breeders whose dogs have got serious behavioral problems, genetic behavioral problems. Well, you can say, well, then they're not reputable. Well, what does reputable mean? Good standing in the community? Good standing in the dog world? Known for putting out good dogs? Well, I guess that's in the eye of the beholder, isn't it? So let's stop using the goddamn word. And if someone's like, don't use the word, the Lord's name in vain. Fuck you. Say what I want. It's my goddamn show. It's incredible how people jump. Oh, it's a rescue. First of all, who gives a shit? Second of all, you didn't rescue the dog. I didn't see you die. Tell me, tell me when you dove into the river. Tell me when you dove into the river. Tell me when you lowered yourself down the drain pipe. No. You got the dog from a fucking shelter, most likely. Very few people have literally rescued a dog. All right. I, my next dog, I'll be buying from a breeder because I'm looking for a very specific German Shepherd with check lines that's of sound body and sound mind. And there's not that many of them out there. People send me photos and videos and descriptions of dogs, of German Shepherds all the time. And I look at them and I'm like, this is actually the opposite of what I'm looking for. And that's what they admit in writing. I can read between the lines. Should only be the only dog in the home. Oh, so you're dog aggressive. Should not be around young kids. Oh, you're kid aggressive. Why can't the dog be around young kids? Why not? How many families out there have dogs and babies and nothing goes wrong? It's called dogs that we got in from California just aren't trained. They're just not trained. That's it. So we call them dogs. 
we call them untrained dogs. We call them dogs that need training and behavior modification. Now, there is a genetic component There is a genetic component to it. That should be taken into consideration. There are dogs absolutely with genetic issues. Incredible amounts of irrational fear. Incredible amounts of unprovoked aggression or irrational aggression. There are dogs out there that are not on the normal learning curve. Don't respond to, to learning. In fact, most dog trainers out there that only work with genetically sound dogs, I would challenge them. Um, I would challenge them to try to work with some of the dogs that we work with. They, they actually wouldn't know what to do. If you've got a dog, though, also that you need troubleshooting with, you know how we have this new course, this new um, Fearful Dog course, and the price is going up on this? We actually might make this a really expensive course because it's getting longer and longer and longer. Right now it's for $147. Next week it goes up. On the 15th it goes up in price. Normal retails to be $197. Videos are already up. I believe there's already 12 videos up, Joelle said. I believe she already said that. So you already started learning. But even if you don't have a fearful dog, but you've got a dog that you're struggling with and you say you've done the Green to Graduate program, this is a great troubleshooting course as well. So this isn't just for fearful. It's also for troubleshooting. And the price is going up on the 15th, which is, what, two days from now? Which is the 13th? Yeah, two days from now. The minimum is you go to our subscribe channel, hit subscribe. But if you want to get the course, you can sign up now. If you want to get our other courses, you can go here. And the way the way the way that you get to the courses is you just go to Academy. But solid canine training. Okay. So please stop using the word rescue as an excuse for your dog's bad behavior. Please, no, I deleted the link because I, I don't know what that link was. That link was, took up half my comments. Took up half my comments, Melissa. So I don't know, I, I don't let other people put up links. So nothing against you. I just don't let people put up links because I don't know what the links are. And I don't want people clicking on links either that I don't put up. So I just put up a link to my academy. Melissa, to be snarky, if you want to put up links, have your own damn show. I love you, Melissa. So, um, it's incredible, though, 
And if, you can, and if anybody wants to learn more about rescues finances, if they are a 501c3, you can re re request their tax returns online. You can, um, you can request their tax returns online. You can see it. Like PETA, you can easily see their tax return. That's the one that I've studied extensively because I wanted to actually know the exact amount of dogs they killed, which is anywhere from 90 to 98%, could be 96% of the dogs that they acquire, they kill. PETA. Anybody that gives money to PETA, I'd like to know, um, I'd like to know why. Why do you give money to PETA? Do you know that they stand for nobody, no domesticated animals? They actually don't want you to own a dog. They actually do not want you to own a dog. They want to do everything in their power for you not to own the dog. So you need training. That's the problem. That's why the dog is doing this because it needs training not because it's a rescue dog, because it needs training and it needs real training. What I mean by real training is training that gets results, real results in the real world, not just in the classroom. Not just in the classroom. Okay. That's my morning rant. Other than Anheuser-Busch, you fucked up. Big. And I've been sober for over 35 years, but you still fucked up big. Google it. That's what I want my new, my new show to be. Talking about shit like that, which is not anti any human being. But we can get to a whole into the whole indoctrination indoctrination of children on another show. But you good mornings. These are Brittany. Good morning. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? Jojo, good morning. Uh um, happy Thursday. Same to you. Okay, guys, have a fucking private conversation. You know, they, they do it. You, there are private comments you can make. So down at the bottom there, uh, Jojo and Brittany, your little love affair going on right there. You know where it says all? Well, you can, you can, you can make it so it's private. Obviously, I'm busting your balls if you guys are brand new to my show. Um, Jesus Christ, you're taking up half my fucking page. BL, hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Just I'm actually I'm busting your balls because we've got such a great community here. We got a great morning. It's like a morning, uh, it's like a morning little coffee click we got here. It's like it's a morning little morning coffee click we got. Everyone's sitting around drinking their coffee, having their tea. Listening to me yell and scream. Mary says, finally made it live, 5 a.m. here in Arizona. Oh, it's late. It's late in Arizona. 5 a.m. is late for me, at least. 
Crikey, Mary, that's early. It's one p.m. <laughs> that's because you're on the other you're on the other side of the pond. Um, yeah, we get people that listen to our show at our our podcast at night. We have people that are up at three a.m. to listen to the show. Um, Melissa says, "Good morning. Missed you guys last night. Trying to catch up now, but I will listen later. Able to catch you live. Yeah, listen to listen. Last night show is obviously up. We record all our shows. They go up. ABC Dog Training. Good morning, Vermont here. Thank you. Hey, Vermont. I just moved out of New England. Been I've been down here for a year. The final sale of the things in the center are this." Um, Sunday from 10 to 3. ton of stuff went up on the Facebook marketplace. It's funny. I've probably gotten, oh, I don't know, 500 plus 500 comments on the stuff that I've done on Facebook marketplace. Um, so the way Facebook marketplace is, is whenever you put something up, everybody responds and like nobody shows up to their appointments. So what I'm doing is I'm utilizing Facebook marketplace to just be like, taking individual pictures it's like here it is it's on sale we have tons of stuff on sale at the training center in providence from 10 to 3 cash and carry whoever shows up first with money gets it i'm not holding anything for anybody you can't vend me venmo me any any anything any money it's like nope it's cash and carry cash and carry Jay Drinkwalter sitting 30 feet away from people with my dog. Five-year-old girl points at me and my dog. Parents let kid walk all the way over, and I had to move my dog to say, where your parents? They just watched. J.D. Drinkwalter, maybe she was going to ask you if she can pet your dog. Why are you so mean to kids? <laughs> you did the right thing. You did the right thing. Hopefully, you were nice to her, though. Her parents might not have known. Or maybe she actually was going to just kindly ask you. You never know. People ask. You know, we do get kids that do ask us once in a while. ABC Dog Training. Hope everyone is great. Agreed. Uh, anytime the sun is shining on your face, not your coffin, it's a good day. Brittany Caraway says, morning, y'all. Two dogs and a dude. I hear it all the time when people see the way that Vader is. They ask me. Um, is he a rescue? Nope. There's, there might be some genetic issues going on there. But like every dog but two, and I've owned a lot of dogs, every dog but two that I've owned, I have not gotten eight, eight weeks old or ten weeks old from a breeder. Every other dog I've acquired. Like everybody, girl just died recently. Everybody loved girl. Everybody loved girl. I got her at nine months old from a client, actually. I got girl at nine months old from a client. It's called training. Just chilling, says, uh, is waving hello, everyone. Tool time dog training. Hey, I'm starting a killer method dog training 10-week class. Yep, that's how long they are, 10 weeks. With apprenticeship ideas, the idea I train but want I tr I train but want to learn the style. Is this what you follow? 
Um, I'm very, very, very familiar with the Keeler method. I don't say, I wouldn't say that's all I do is the Keeler method. I mean, some things I do might fall into the, but Keeler method is all long line, a lot of long line and choke chain. I don't use choke chains at all, but the Keeler method's philosophy on a lot of stuff, especially on their, um, I mean, Keeler method dogs get trained. Keeler method dogs get trained. They get very, very well trained. But if you want to know how I train, tool time is the first time I've seen you. I've got 50,000 posts, um, 5,000 videos, 10,000 hours of audio content on, um, on social media. I was one of the first people on social media to actually make how-to videos and be fully transparent for family pet dogs. Remember, I'm a family pet dog trainer. Um, two dogs and a dude, right? Um, uh, but definitely will be the class will be worth your time. Even trainer or no trainer. I mean, most trainers don't know what the Keeler method of dog training is. So they should learn. They should learn. Uh, two dogs and a dude, right? I hear people say that all the time. I rescue the dog and I'm like, that lady, uh, uh, that dog rescued you. BAL, the NFL may still uh, um, be a nonprofit agency. What? Really? Yep, there you go. Just chilling. Uh, my next three dogs will be from breeders because I want healthy working line dogs. Yep. My next dog will be from a breeder as well. It's very, very hard. I work with a lot of German shepherds and finding a mentally sound one. Um, find a, finding a mentally sound one is very difficult to do. Finding one that's physically sound is very difficult to do. I'm, I'm just, and I, how do I know this? Because I, I rehab them. And everyone says, oh, I've got a great German Shepherd. And I'm like, you do? Really? Great. Tell me all about it. And I'm like, that's not a good German Shepherd. It doesn't mean it's a, a bad dog. It doesn't mean you don't love the dog, but that's not what I'm looking for. Your dog can't, your dogs can't be awfully strained. Your dog can't be around kids, young kids. You don't trust around young kids. Well, I don't have 100% trust with any dog around a kid, but all our dogs are around, are around kids. Um, Brittany says, Jeff, you're so correct. I used to spend so much time helping rescues while they always cry poor, beg for money, and I know for a fact they have plenty of money. Yep, they sure do. They get a lot, a lot of donations. And I'm not against donating stuff. I tithe pl pr plenty. I tithe plenty. Melissa says, thank you for bringing this topic up. I get tons of crap for being a breeder. Yeah. I mean, like, Joelle, she had a dog named Bert. was a black lab. Great dog. Fantastic dog. Awesome dog. He died of cancer too young. But he was an awesome, at eight years old, I believe, nine years old. But he was an awesome family pet. Great drive, friendly, great around kids, always listened, didn't get into trouble. Pfft. 
Got along with dogs. Got along with kids. Adults. He was a great dog. I believe she got him for $25 from a backyard breeder. <clears throat> Meanwhile, I know of people that are paying five, ten thousand dollars for a dog that are a genetic mess. That'll never be anything close, anything close to Bert. Nowhere close to him. In fact, we rarely get dogs in that are as sound as Bert. Think about that. We rarely get a dog that's as sound as Bert. And she got him when she was 18 years old. For $25. And he's one of the most sound dogs that I've ever been around. And he got him for 20 she got him for $25 from a backyard breeder. And as long as shelters keep thinking that they are God and growing their angel wings, because a lot of the people that are running these shelters are working on their own self-worth issues and they have not yet resolved them, that's a broad statement, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Sure is. But a lot of them check off the boxes. It's all a big power trip. For some reason, a lot of people think that they're that they, because they rescue dogs, they're holier than thou. How easy it is to pull a dog from death row and then beg for help. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, Mickey says, yep, they're in the business to move dogs. Money. Yep, they sure are. And it's also highly, there's a, a lot of it is highly unethical. It's like, I know we have clients that get dogs from shelters. They're their fifth home and they're human aggressive. They're their fifth home and they're human aggressive. And they get returned because they're human aggressive. And the shelter knows they're human aggressive and they adopt them out to another family. And they get returned. They adopt them out to another family. And looking for the perfect family, it's like, well, how about this? Train the dog or kill the dog. But stop adopting them out to families where families are getting hurt and taking their money. They're just hoping a family kills the dog so they don't have to. So their numbers look good so they can gain more money. Now listen, everyone, every time I say this, somebody always has to email in saying, you don't, how, you don't know how hard we work and da 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 That doesn't mean all shelters and rescues. That doesn't mean all shelters and rescues. I've met good ones, but I've met some horrific ones. And then when you get a shelter that literally doesn't allow you or a rescue that doesn't allow you to train the dog the way you want to, they literally make you train 
the dog a certain way, well, they don't make you. They demand that you do it or they'll come and get the dog back. Can you believe that? Here's a really fucked up dog that doesn't know a goddamn thing that is unsafe, but you have to train it only with these methods or we're going to come and get it. How about this, Shelter? You train it with those methods and then sell the dog because you're already selling the dog at a profit because you got all these dogs for free. You're going to sell these dogs then at a profit and demand that somebody does it your way. Now, I can see a breeder saying, you can't breed this dog without my permission. But if you sign the contract, you sign the contract. That, that's why, like, there are, there are shelters out there, rescues out there that says, oh, you can't create your dog. Oh, you got to have a fenced-in yard. Oh, you got to do this. Oh, you got to do that. Like, like a fenced-in yard is some guarantee that your dog is going to be safe? Please. Like, no dogs live in condos. Uh, just chilling. I've seen some dogs from Fantastic Breeder of uh, DDR uh, German Shepherds, but some have, have had bad behavior. Yeah, I don't mind the bad behavior. The bad behavior I can fix. But a lot of shepherds coming out of Germany right now are also not genetically sound. I like the ones from... I like the check lines. But I'm sure those are not all sound either. I mean, they're like... They're, they're dogs. There's no guarantee... But if you get all your x-rays, you know, but then you have to say to yourself, are you ready to give the dog back after spending it, being with it for a year? Allison says, good morning. Walking my dog and listening today. Uh, finally, some great weather in Iowa this week. Oh, that's good. Slowly Rescue is a brilliant sales pitch that's... Um, makes the dog owner feel like a hero. Yep. Not 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 often. I mean, a lot of a lot of my clients that I talk to say they've got rescues, and they're not saying it from the point of um, they're looking to be hero worship. They're saying it because they maybe they just don't know. Maybe because they they've been convinced that there's something different about the rescue dog than getting a dog from a shelter. But lack of knowledge is lack of knowledge. If someone doesn't know how to train a dog, it doesn't make a difference where you got the dog from. Like, people are getting dogs from well-known breeders that don't know how to train dogs. Well, the dog's going to be messed up. Uh, just chill, chilling. Uh, same as me, Jeff. I want a, a check line, shepherd, sold, solid mind and body. Yep. Melissa says, check her out. Might have what you're looking for. Oh, thank you, Melissa. Now you put some context to your link. Thank you. I'm just very wary of clicking on anything. Like in the last 24 hours, I got two alerts from Facebook saying that I broke a rule. I broke a rule and um, um, I broke a rule and I got to go click on this link to resolve it. And I'm like, a lot of people would be like, oops. I better do that or we'll freeze your account and delete it. That's scary. 
even yesterday, I just got a, I just, uh, if you listen to me, most people know that my Arcadia um, GMC new, brand new, is a 2021. So I got in 2021 right before I moved. And um, uh, got into a really bad car accident. I think personally, I mean, it was $22,000 in damage. So I personally think they should have totaled it. They didn't. And then after they got it fixed, I feel it, I mean, I can tell it wasn't right because I got into it. Uh, I lost steering brakes and uh, traction control one day just out of nowhere. And I ended up in a ditch and I'm like, well, that's not normal. So it's like, A new vehicle probably wouldn't have done that. It could have, but probably wouldn't have. So I'm like, no. You can have the vehicle. So I went over there, used, I went over their other lot, and I ended up getting um, a 2019 pickup truck. And um, I could have sworn I signed up for automatic debit. You know, they take money out of your account. I try to do that with as many bills as I can. So I make sure that I'm prompt with my bills. And I uh, got a voicemail from GM Financial yesterday. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, while I'm talking, like, we need this, we need this, we need this. And I'm like, how do I know you're really from GM Financial? And I went to their website and it was GM Financial's website and I can see a photo of my vehicle there. I clicked on that. But I'm like, how do I know this is real? How do I know this is real? Like there was a report that just came out yesterday. Not that I believe everything in the news. I don't watch the news, but this came across my feed. Not that I believe everything in my feed either. You shouldn't be plugging your USB into airport um, charging stations. The USB directly into the airport. So plug it into your little power box and then plug that into an outlet. But don't plug the USB cord into the actual USB in the power station of an airport. Because malware can come into your into your phone. But I've heard that before, but now the FBI is putting out a statement on that. Not that I believe <laughs> the FBI because they're a branch of our government. Um, impressive, a little sad uh, too to see a Corso that's so scared, very curious to see what will come of this dog. Will not go near him or her. Oh, he's safe. He's extremely safe. Oh yeah, he's not aggressive at all, which is great. Because a lot of dogs we see like this are also aggressive. I think if he was pushed too hard in the wrong way, he would be. But he's actually a very friendly dog. Yeah. Vader is a very, very friendly dog. He's an extremely friendly dog. He's fun, happy. He's just scared shitless. Uh, Brittany says... Um, I used to spend 40 plus hours a week helping a rescue line. Their pockets no more. The rescue is already shady as fuck. I start to see the truth. It's sad. Yeah, 40 hours a week. It's a long time, Brittany. Hey, Ange. Hi. Can you get Angelo? 
Before you start school, can you get the dishwasher emptied? Thank you. Jason, the dogs I work with are rescues off the streets of Kuwait, terrible situations and out of emergency situations. They're untrained. Thanks for that. So I'm very fearful from their breeding. Yeah. Yep. And I, and I, I struggle with that a little bit, Jay. I'll be, I'll be frank with you. I really will. I've worked with some of the Puerto Rican street dogs, some of the street dogs, some of the feral dogs, some of the Korean meat dogs. And I struggle with that. I struggle with folks bringing those dogs over. I really do. If I was to be honest with you, it's like I'm honest about everything, but I really do. There's so many dogs in this country in our shelter that need help, which doesn't make you wrong, Jay. It's like, Jay, you're doing a noble thing at all. It's like, what are you going to say? No, I don't work with dogs off the streets of Kuwait. Of course not. That's your, that seems to be your, that's your niche. Run with it. Give those dogs the best life possible. Absolutely. I do struggle, I think, a little bit with organizations that bring in a lot of these dogs from other countries when we have so many dogs in the U.S. that need help and so many dogs in our shelters that need help and so many dogs in homes that need help and we're importing more dogs. But again, Jay, no, absolutely no disrespect to you at all. Kudos to you. You're adding value to the world. You're making this world a better place. You're making these dogs' lives better. And you're making ham families happier. I have met a lot of dogs from the street. I've worked with truly feral dogs. If I was to be honest, which I am, I believe that probably being a dog in a war zone is not the best option, especially in a country that treats dogs like shit. But some of these dogs that I meet, I look at them and I'm like, because then I, I see their interior behavior and their outside behavior, and it's pretty dramatic. It makes me really think about, like, the dog might not live as long, but I bet you it would be happier just outside, back in its own life. Maybe not, not all, but some. I even, you know, even when I take my own dogs out for hikes in the, in the woods or at the beach and I see how free they are and how we can find them to our houses. Just chilling says I'm buying the course today. Good, just chilling. Thank you. Uh, Mickey says a couple of times I posted mine was deaf only if a reason to say so. People will jump on and say, oh, thank you for rescuing him. I always say, oh, no, I chose him. Cracks me up. Uh, feel same for shelter-bought dogs. Same as backyard breeders. People contribute to them creating more in shelters. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. I mean, the reason why Joel got Bert from a backyard breeder because she could not adopt a dog from a shelter. 
one of the nicest human beings out there, and she could not adopt a dog from a shelter. Did you hear me, buddy? Dishwasher before school? Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, honey. Love you. Okay. Here's a chair for her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come in and talk to you soon after my show, too. About stuff. I got to do a show. There's this. Your show's going to be Sunday, right? Somebody was asking last night. Your podcast. But wasn't it going to be Saturday? Well, it's probably going to have to be Sunday. Why? You have a game on Saturday. We have a bunch of stuff to do. Plus, Joel and I have a date. Oh, right. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. But also, I have a game. Yep. Sure says, uh, this is quote, this is my fur baby. Here she's a rescue. Adopt, don't shop. Can't tell how many times I hear that. Yeah. Um, I can't stand the adopt, don't shop. I can't stand it. Adopt, don't shop. It's just a stupid marketing slogan. I'll get a damn dog wherever I want to. Don't tell me to adopt, don't shop. You're bordering, you know, a lot of these folks are bordering or they are on the activist scale. You know. Uh, Melissa says, hope it was okay to post a link. If not, or not delete, I already said that, yeah. Um, Soli says, I know a rescue that I believe has backyard breeders in Mexico. They always have litters of rescue puppies available, of course. But they're not rescue puppies. They're selling them. It's like they're, they're, they're selling them. There's like, when you get a dog at 10 weeks old, 8 weeks old, you bought it. Like, what's the difference between that and getting a dog from a breeder? So... So you know of a, and that's why you put in quotes, rescue, you know of a breeder in Mexico that's selling dogs. That's it. And by the way, they're in the U.S. too. Shelters go around the country buying dogs, buying litters, so they can make money. Um, sure, says about the course uh, yesterday. Amazing, awesome. It's not even done yet either. Yes, and they always call the payment a rehoming fee. Sure, because it sounds better. Rehoming fee. Yep, a rehoming fee. What's the word for alimony? Allison says, off topic, but was wondering how often you guys trim nails to reduce the grip. Oh, well, if they come in, almost all dogs learn how to get their nails cut properly at the training center. Got a few clients interested since their dogs can behave for the trim now. We do weekly, currently trim and tri tip the Dremel 360 to thin the nails. But was wondering if I should set up a Monday and Thursday program to make it a, 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 make it reduce quicker. Absolutely. I mean, if this is if this is a service you if you this if this is a service that you offer, Allison, absolutely streamline it, absolutely. So, I probably have gotten no exaggeration. I mean, 
I haven't answered. I was up. Okay. I can probably do this for five more minutes. This is for the this. You know what the you know what the biggest thing that people want is. This is what the biggest people think want is the sale. Right here, the number one thing people are interested in. They're twenty bucks a piece at the sale. Hundreds of people want these. So, so I just do a cut and paste. I have a cut and paste. I have a cut and paste response to everybody. So I just paste, 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 paste. I just go down the list. Paste, 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 paste. Yes is available. Then this is about, and then go to in the description because people don't read descriptions. Everything you need to know is in the description. So streamline things. So let's see. I'm rescued. Comment. Scream to myself. It doesn't matter. LOL. Also saw someone said course. On pack management, I'm reading between the lines for rehoming dogs for adoption. Yes, it's important to re re read between the lines. Jeff, does a fearful dog in your new course show any aggression at all? None. Zero. No aggression at all. Which is good because a lot of corsos we've seen have been very aggressive. This dog is the opposite of, of aggressive. Obviously, says maybe the fact that they got a rescue and thought spoiling it would make up for past abuses. That That's true. That's true, Abby. But if they do nothing to fix the behavior, they're only enabling an addict now rescuing shit. Yes. Um, I heard Nike was changing this. Yeah, Nike's another one who's fucking up big time too. I think they have something called Embrace the Bulge too. Yeah. Nike's also fucking up too. Here's a great here's a great quote. Well, I think it's a damn good quote. It's from Dennis Prager. If you know who Dennis Prager is, look him up. Dennis Prager was doing an interview with Patrick Bet David. If you don't know who Patrick Bet David is, look him up. Patrick Bet David has a really good podcast on. He came from Iran when he was five years old and learned about Dennis Prager as well from Prager U. This is from during, during an interview between Dennis Prager and Patrick Pat David. The 1% has so much power, everyone is afraid to speak up for being labeled. You are a wimp, you have no courage, you are weak. Stand up and speak up. I believe Dennis is in his 70s. Let me read that again. And this is what's happening now. This is what this is what happened with Anheuser-Busch. This is why they lost billions of dollars last weekend. And they will continue to lose money. The 1% has so much power, everyone is afraid to speak up. 
being labeled. You are a wimp. You have no courage. You are weak. Stand up and speak up. For the 20 years that I've been doing this, I've been speaking up. For the first 13 years that I've had between a radio show and a podcast, I've been speaking up. And as soon as we're on Rumble and I do my new show, oh, I'll be speaking up. I will be speaking up. Just showing I love everyone in this tribe we have. Exactly. So do I. And it's pretty big. This podcast is not real huge at all. But my the tribe is big. Coffee dogs outside. Melissa. Yes. Jojo. Smiley faces. Laughing faces. Tool time. Love the show. Kills an hour of this Ford Louisville assembly plan assembly line. Oh, nice. Thank you for making um, cars. Thank you for doing hard work. Thank you for doing hard work. Thank you for doing a trade. Thank you for putting a, a, a hard day's work in. Thank you. Tool time right on. I own Green to graduate. I'm just wanting to learn. Thank you. Good morning, Jeff, from myself and Pippa. Good morning. Just for your information, she's a new dog since spending time with you. No one will ever know how much time and effort I put into her before I decided to send her to you. And Joelle, a lot of behavior problems are not talked about in the show world or excuses are made for it like it was for Pippa from the trainers I worked with before you. Yeah, that's Pippa's owner. Hey, Terry. Pippa, Pippa's owner has been in the show world for, I think, for, correct me if I'm wrong, 40 years. She, bred her, she breeds her own dogs. It was the first dog that she didn't breed. She got from someone else. So it's not for her lack of training. Her skill. But think about it. Think about all the resources that she had. And there's a ton of dogs in the show world with massive behavior problems. Just because you can do agility, that doesn't mean you don't have behavior problems. Just because you can walk around a show ring, that doesn't mean you don't have behavior problems. A lot of them have got a lot of them, confirmation dogs, show dogs, agility dogs. A lot of them have got a lot of behavior problems. I always said, Jagmeister Shepherds, a good breeder myself. For a good breeder myself, nice. Your clothes are in the dryer, honey. And your shorts are hanging on the... Um... You're welcome. My pleasure. I'm lucky I found a fantastic check breeder. Solid mind, lean body, big bone body. Nice. Just chilling. Excellent. Yep. Makes a difference. Mary says, got my yellow lab from a backyard breeder. Best dog I ever owned. Spoiled me with easy training. My first ever competition obedience dog. Still miss her. Yeah. Same thing with Joelle. Again, turned down from her shelter. Got it from a backyard breeder. Best dog. Best dog. Tool time. I have green to graduate. Um, are we, are we, and, and we are awfully trained. I'm taking the killer class to learn all I can. Yeah, you should. I'll probably modify it as I learn the system to train dogs in the future. Yeah. There's a lot you can learn from Keeler. A real lot you can learn from Keeler. K-M-O-D-T. A huge thank you for pointing out the dirty side of the shelters and rescues. Oh, I haven't even started. Trust me on that one. 
talk to somebody that's worked there. Talk to talk to somebody who makes up the, the sob stories, the bullshit sob stories to get them ado- to adopted, the abuse stories, the crack house stories, the dumpster stories, the basement of the basement of drug dealer stories. I believe human, human, humanely killing the dog is kinder than living in a shelter forever risking of harm to people or other dogs. I agree with you. All these dangerous dogs should be put down. Well, shouldn't they be rehabbed? If they're rehabbable. First of all, who's going to rehab them? Who's going to pay for it? What family are they going to go to? When you live in my world with dangerous dogs, you rethink a lot of stuff. You, you rethink a lot of stuff when you live in my world. As the president of this rescue, I hate when I see other people use the, the excuse for a dog's behavior. Yep. So, Lockich, sorry for mispronouncing your name. I've never seen you on the show before. Um, Lockich Animal Rescue Community, Inc. Well, I do some consulting with rescues. What I often tell them to do is to, um, because they're paying me for my time, so I give them advice, is they put together these how-to videos, like what to do when you bring your dog home, how to start training. You know, we've got an affiliate program where rescues actually can let people know about our courses and you get and you get 40% back, which you can put into your rescue and use any, any way you want to. So, like I said, there's decent rescues out there. There's also not decent rescues out there. Um, Mickey says they have no issue handling and rehandling um, off dogs to see people who have no knowledge or desire to have issue dogs. All they want was a reasonable, stable family dog. Yeah, I think sometimes, I mean, I know of, I know of good rescues that are very particular where the dogs go. I know that. I, I know breeders, same thing. I remember when I saw it, went up to uh, spend some time with the monks of Newskeet in New York, upstate New York. They choose the dog for you. I believe you can pick male or female, but they choose the right dog for you. Uh, people get indoctrinated about rescue. We had to stop a young assistant a few years ago from trying to shame a customer with a pet shop dog. The only category to grooming salon is a client's dog. Yeah, that 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 um. I'm glad you had a conversation with that assistant. And if it ever happened again, they would go. Like people don't realize. So when I, I'm, I'm 57 years old. Most people got dogs from pet shops. Like that's how you got a dog. And they, in some, and they, and there's a pet shop right here in Bradenton, Florida. Like most people got dogs from pet shops. They went from, you know, your factory farming of dogs to a pet shop. That's how they got them. And then people would get them. That's how you bought a dog. So a lot of people bought dogs right from pet stores. There was, there was thousands and thousands of thousands. They started banning them, outlawing them even. There was thousands and thousands and thousands of dogs. Jeff, I always thought it was better to get a dog 
from rescue until I started watching you. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad to, don't get me wrong. There are some incredible dogs at rescues. Incredible. I mean, there are people that just can't handle a dog anymore. There are people that just can't, you know, they get a border collie. They don't know anything about border collies and they turn into a rescue and it's a damn good border collie. An elderly person dies and the kids don't want the dog. It ends up at a shelter. Um, dogs do break out of houses. They're not microchipped. Owners can't find them for some reason. They end up in a shelter. Nobody claims them. They and they and another family gets them. I mean, there are there are quality dogs there. Do not get me wrong. I'm not anti-rescue. I'm anti-unethical behavior. Um, Melissa says. Gotta love insurance companies. Yes. Feeling political today, Jay. Jay, if you only fucking knew what went through my mind. Uh, uh, we have the same news for UK regarding the public uh, charging ports, like trains, hotels, etc. Yes. Um, Caroline, what do you think caused dogs overall to decline from what they should be genetically? Um... I believe that it's that us humans are responsible for a lot of it. I believe us humans have fucked up dogs. I believe this overall saturation of force-free dog training has saturated us, us all. I believe the oversaturation of positive reinforcement only and not even recognizing the other 50% of, I believe that someone says that they're science-based and they totally discount the punitive side of dog training is a huge problem. Also, it's unethical. Also, you're full of shit. Um, Jojo says only to charge our, our devices and power sockets with your own chargers, not to use direct USB sockets. Scary. Yep. Hannibal, great conversation this morning. Just wanted to say hi. Good morning. How are you? Thanks, Hannibal. Brittany says, Jeff, I had a proud moment last night. Finally went for a walk with my dog. He kept checking in with me and no pulling. Awesome, Brittany. Awesome. Tomorrow's show is on building a relationship before you train the dog. That was the original show. That was the original show for today until I responded to some comments at like three in the morning, four in the morning. And I saw that one comment from that person. And again, this is not a bad person. There was just, they just wanted to know that those four dogs came in from California, which are doing well. I think Joel will probably put some video up today. It's about virtual signaling. Well, of course it is. It's all about virtual. Everything's virtual signaling these days. Hey, cut the shit. I corrected him once, semi-high for fucking around and scanning, but then the rest of the walk was great. Awesome. Hannibal says, great job, Brittany. Oh, shit, it's 9.10. Ah! 
I wouldn't rescue. I wouldn't rescue an abused pair of Nikes. Ah, uh, Murph. Yes, yeah, Murph. Where are you? You're usually the first one on. All right. Confirmation shows a bowel leash reactivity. Yes, that's the minimal. Not a lot of those dogs are aggressive too. Um. Oh. I'm going to get this one right. Let's see. Locks. I'm Jewish, so I got that one right, right? Loxahachi. Loxahachi? Loxahachi Animal Rescue? Is that an Indian name? Are you in New Mexico, Arizona? I'm stereotyping here. I'm sitting here watching this live stream, hearing all of these negative things about rescues, and they're so true from the BS Adopt, Don't Shop, which I've been criticized for not agreeing with, to puppy flipping, to placing dogs in the community who really shouldn't be. We've euthanized when, despite our absolute best efforts, the dog wasn't safe because we won't risk it. I've directed people on social media to your videos. Thank you. Like I said, all rescues are not bad. But, you know, here's someone that's part of an, the animal rescue community that like they're probably just as frustrated as I am because there are good rescues out there doing good work. They really, really are. They're doing good work. Jojo, uh, been a great show. Thanks everyone. Jeff, what time is the Patreon tonight, please? Uh, 4.30 to 5.30. 4.30 to 5.30. Uh, we have a thorough adoption process and have no problem saying no, especially because we primarily rescue bully breeds. We do our absolute best to be a responsible ethical rescue. We had a successful prison dog training program for five and a half years using balance training. That, that's good that they allowed the balance training in the prisons. A lot of prison, at least the prison in Rhode Island, wouldn't allow it. I visited them. The rescues, uh, vice president is a dog trainer. I am in no way trying to promote my organization. I just agree with you so much. Thank you. Even if you disagree with me, you're being respectful. From Loxahachi Animal Rescue, yeah. Yeah, I mean, even if you're, I, I don't mind people disagreeing with me. Just be respectful. Which reminds me, I've got to call Brinks Home Security today for being disrespectful to me last night during dinner time as they knocked on my door. So, I don't mind, you know, if you're going to be a door-to-door -door salesperson, that's fine. But what they did was no way to sell me on your services. None at all. Not at all. So, I will politely, respectfully, talk to somebody that's in charge of their road crew and let them know. Thanks for another great show. Have a great day, everyone. Take care, everyone. Yeah, I got to say my goodbyes. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, goodbye. Oh, you're in South Florida? You're right by us then. I'm in Bradenton. I don't know how south you are. I don't know how south you are. I'm in Bradenton, Florida. So... Let me know where you are. Let me know if I can help you. Okay? Jeff at Solid Canine Training. Jeff at Solid Canine Training. Sully uh, says, thanks, Jeff. Great show. I hate that when they go door-to-door, -door, I had someone knock on my door in the middle of a virtual class. Yeah. 
Yeah, Melanie, I know. I mean, I get it. I get it. I mean, I understand it. I understand why. I understand it. But we have signage. I also said a firm no. Palm Beach County, I appreciate that so much. Thank you. Have a great day. I'll see you on the other side. But that's okay. We get we get we get clients from over there. You're two two hours away, two and a half hours away from me. Maybe a little bit farther. So yeah, but we do board and train. So we've gotten some dogs from uh, uh, that area that do board and train. Because when you do board and train, you drop the dog off here. So if you want to connect, if you want to email me, um, email me your address. I'll send you a bunch of business cards and vice versa. Send me, um, I'll give you my address uh, um, or your website. And I can, um, we're always looking for people to uh, come out there. And Joel and I actually go into um, some shelters and do consulting as well. All right. So let's keep the communication um, going. Three and a half hours. Yeah. I don't know if my place in Miami, I've got a friend that has a place in Miami that we would stay at. She let us stay in her place. I think she actually finally moved into it. So, but let me know because that'd be an overnight trip. All right, everybody have a great night tonight. If you're a Patreon member, if you're not, you should probably should join Patreon because we do a Zoom room, which is face-to-face, voice-to-voice. Um, Q&A. It's wonderful. All right, everybody. Big. This is for everybody in the audience. And I will see everybody tomorrow morning.